Hello, welcome to Chopcast again. Um, we are nine days from opening day uh, at this point in time. Um, and about nine days and 162 games from the Braves getting to the playoffs. And then mm. about three or four weeks from winning the World Series again after that. And then again, and then again, and then again. Anyway, uh, <laughs> spring training's been going on, um, but we briefly talked about um, so some of our uh, signings and departures uh, in last episode, but my computer took a big old shit on itself and cut out the last 10 minutes where we went over that. Um, so I don't know how much of talking about Matt Olson went out the window, but basically excited about him um but yeah i uh at least personally i just kind of wanted to wrap up some thoughts about freddie and there's been like some recent comments from him come out uh recent recently um and uh so i have gone from 70 30 personally to 80 20 um that's just me uh he said basically that the comments that he made against Anthopolis and the Braves and just kind of seeming very uh, salty about everything um, that he apologized for that and said that he like expressed that he was emotional and um, that he felt remorseful about it um, and that he's elected to receive his World Series ring in Atlanta as opposed to in L.A., um, which is it's good still not you know not <laughs> seeing him accept his world series ring in a dodgers uniform makes me want to like hide my own head inside my mm -hmm. own butthole um but <laughs> that's not gonna be fun to watch at all no it's not gonna be fun to do either it's pretty hard i think i think the inventors of the phrase i think the inventors of the phrase bittersweet actually had this in, this in mind yeah back in the 1800s they're like one day freddie freeman <laughs> is gonna win a world series with the braves <laughs> go to the dodgers and then he's gonna come back to truest park and take his ring there and I in just, that moment i'm just imagining like them playing his last home run and then the mm. catch in the world series and then like 20 percent of the stadium just bawling their eyes out yep um, yeah and then all the Dodgers fans. There's so many Dodgers fans at every Braves game, too. It's so annoying. Yeah. Um, and they're just, they're just, just going to have their hands on their hips, just like, oh, yeah. Man. Uh, just fucking. Just, yeah. <laughs> but Hope, hopefully by that point, Matt Olson will have outcompeted him during the season. Yeah. But I'm obviously wishing him the best. Yeah. I'm fairly certain that Matt Olson's going to be a better first baseman than Freddie within. Uh, two years at the least. Yeah, I'd agree. Most. I'd agree with that. I think just age-wise and projection-wise, Matt Olson is, is uh, honestly in his uh, – I mean, I'd say he's in the earlier stages of his prime, whereas Freddie's kind of on the outs. Uh, obviously, it would have been great to keep him around, but for, you know, looking toward the future and staying optimistic, I think it's, you know, we might have the better guy. Yeah. Obviously – that's coming from Braves fans, but and Freddie, but also in terms of future, Freddie kind of took away mm -hmm. a little bit of our future with Pache and mainly Langley yeah. and uh, yeah, Cusick and Estes. But yeah. Anyway, um, so what uh, have y'all? So I'm at eighty twenty, mm -hmm. which to the the listener at home made mean absolutely nothing at all. Um, but, <laughs> but after those comments, where, where, do you, where do you think that y'all are? Well, you don't have as much of, emotional attachment to this. But. That's true. 80-20 in terms of liking Freddy versus disliking him. Yeah. Just like the emotional mm -hmm. ratio. Yeah, I'd say I'm probably at the same spot. I, I like, it was just such a contentious emotional time when all of this was going down. And especially when, like if. I think the fact that the Matt Olson trade happened and the Freddie deal, Freddie, you know, obviously everything's just been happening so fast with like the CBA getting signed so late. Uh, like in that moment, I think emotionally I was very like 60 40, but I'm probably to like a 75 25 at this point. I just think like 
you can't not love Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Just like anyone who, uh, like anyone who was here in 2016 and like decided to stay, or like 2017 and decided to stay, like clearly means a lot to the fan base. And obviously, I'm preaching to the choir right now, but I think it's I think it's flipped a lot. Like I, I don't think Freddie wanted to leave. I think it's just how things shaked out. Like yeah, we're you know the world isn't fair. Things don't work out how you think they're gonna do and. We couldn't put all our eggs in the Freddie Freeman basket, unfortunately, and it sucks that we lost Langoliers and Estes and Christian Pache, who I didn't honestly didn't really want to see out like on the field anymore. But we all know the A's are going to turn them into all stars in three years and then trade them away once their fans get attached because they're fucking <laughs> sadists over there in Oakland. Oh, but by that time they'll be the Las, by that time they'll be the Las Vegas Athletics. But yeah, yeah Dude, they are they are mm. trying to force a move. They are it's, literally major league. They're it's so really bad, awful. Yeah, it's so bad. Like they, they're driving down ticket prices by trading for you know starting outfielder Christian Pache, and then they're gonna use that. They're they're basically just gonna gaslight their fans. Like the writing yeah. is just on the wall. They're gonna be like the. the it's the prices are too low. No one comes to these games. We have to leave. It's like, yeah, asshole. You traded Matt Chapman and Matt Olson, and they're gonna trade Frankie Montas and all the uh, just oh, list goes on and on. Sterling Marte, like it's just they traded like uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I know the A's are a topic for another day, but yeah. as baseball fans, there's like they're still in the market with uh, shoot, what's his name, Sean Manaya. Sean Manaya. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Yankees are like the favorite, but it's, nothing's happened. The Yankees have they—they they, they just shit on their own hands. They're yeah, they have pitchers now. They yeah. do not. I don't know. Yeah. and they're—they're they're worth like their team's worth like six point five billion dollars, which yep. is three times as much as the Dodgers. Yep. <laughs> like they are the Cashman and. Uh, Guy, the, the the family that Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're Steinbrenner. Just, All know. of their players are the exact same too. Like they're yeah. big, hulking guys that play like two thirds of the season, and then the other third they're hurt. Yeah, um, and also half of them are like racially ambiguous. <laughs> like the, yeah. like the Rock, it's just like they're all like just this like like uh, palish brown skin tone. Like Aaron mm. Judge, John Carlo, Urshela's not there anymore. Um, Labor Torres. Labor. Yeah. yeah. And then you have. Also I'm the- so glad that like I don't have to look at. Oh, what's his name? The guy that looks like a thumb. Uh, um, oh, oh, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. Yeah, Brett Gardner. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that guy that so guy. much. Also, the also just side note: the whole like no beards thing is so weird. Oh yeah, I like so. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, okay, well, it's okay, big guy. Of baseball. It's a Shut the fuck up, Grandpa. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, <laughs> dude. It makes some dudes look so terrible. Like um, Josh, Josh Donaldson looks yeah. like a fucking idiot. I think yeah. he looks like an idiot. He's now. always looks stupid, Frank. But he, he's he looks like he's walking down. around like like this now. Like he just yeah. like, his neck is tucked yeah. in. It's like they, they're all very in shape people, but whenever anyone goes to the Yankees, they just get a double chin. Like yeah. Garrett Cole just has, Garrett Cole is a very athletic guy. He just has a double chin because of this. And somebody like very, uh, Mike Ford, just like, yeah, yeah. He, one, he sucks. And then two, <laughs> like he's on the, I saw him. I didn't know he was with the Mariners, but I just saw yeah. a spring training game with uh, him mm. playing with them, which he struck out, of course. Good. But, um, but he looks—he has a beard, and he looks like a normal human being now, as opposed mm-hmm. to like when he was with the mm-hmm. Yankees. Um, yep. But, and then like Isaiah Kiner-Falefa just looks like a baby now. Mm-hmm. And they, no, it's—I mean that's just how it goes. The yeah. main guy that they screwed over from that, um, shoot, he came from the Rangers. He's like a longtime Ranger. Oh, Odor. Yeah, yeah, Rugnet. Yeah, yeah, Rugnet. Just, he had like a huge beard on the Rangers, and then yeah, a really just nice look completely different. Yeah, he he had that famous fight against. Uh, oh, yeah, he punched the crap bat, out of bat flip, Batista. Bat flip guy, yeah, Batista, yeah. Um, Around the league. Well, yeah, Will, what's uh, has your impression of Freddie changed at all? What you you are. I love Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. I still love him. Uh, yeah, we still do I too. Mean, like, no. I mean, there's it's like a 100-0 type deal for me because mm. it's just like you have to separate the person 
from the organization. And I know he said some things, but, you know, I mean, I feel it's fair to say, like, he did a lot for that organization. And so, like, he's got some mm-hmm. – he can, he can say something and get away with it. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, I hate the organization, but, I mean, like, I like Chris Taylor. And I know that's, like, a mm-hmm. big thing. I just like him as a baseball player. He's uh, – I. You'd be lying if you said you didn't want to see him in a Braves uniform. You'd be I lying. I would, would not. Be and lying. oh, I'd kill. I'd kill to have him. Um, so it's just like have to separate him from the organization and everything. Yeah, there's some. There's some people that's tough to do. I mean, like Correa, I can't do that with. Yeah. Um, but like. Well, you were just before yeah. this. You were saying that we should sign Correa on the Braves. <laughs> Well, he's objectively a good player, and yeah. I'm also infamously like a staunch critic of Dansby Swanson. Like, I think uh. he sucks. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, but yeah, love. Well, we, we might see that come to fruition next year. Swanson's gone, and Correa's got the option. So nice I'm, I'm saying a nice three hundred million dollar deal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not saying we need would, Carlos Correa, but like. <laughs> I mean, like, would it be the worst? He's thing really the good. He is yeah. really good. I don't know. Um. All right. Well, let's go into the departures. Um. It's so we got. Well, we have four prospects, and then it. I found this list from uh, Braves Worldwide on Instagram. Um. And it counts Ender and Ciarte, which I guess technically counts, but he he'd been gone mm-hmm. for basically this entire year. Um, yeah, so yeah. it's not really a huge loss. But... I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty sure he didn't Ender sign with the Phillies like during the season last year. Or so am I am I the Reds? Yeah, they yeah. picked him up in but he was basically mm-hmm. just in the minors the whole time. Yeah, which sucks, especially for a team as crappy as the Reds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were decent last year, and they're decent. Yeah. Now they're ass. Yeah. Joey Votto yeah, is in purgatory. Joey Votto is in purgatory right and now. Castillo, I agree. India and Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do they have Tucker Barnhart? Is he still playing there? He's not. No, he's like he's, he's with the Tigers now. Okay. He's also just not great. He's good defensively. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. So, at least in, in terms of importance, we've already talked about it extensively. Uh, Freddie is gone. That is, you know, mixed bag of everything. Um, but mm. thinking about the and – so, and then all the prospects that we lost. Um, but thinking from the top down of, like, most impactful players, uh, obviously mm. we lost our World Series MVP, which really sucks. Um, I honestly would have rather had – like traded away Azuna, gotten some prospects, and then re-sign Jorge for a much cheaper deal, um, mm-hmm. and take that risk. Yeah. Which Azuna is already a risk in itself right now. Um, yeah. So that didn't make me super happy, but at the same time, personally, like I think uh, so. He's Cuban, and he he's made it pretty clear that like he wanted to be as close to Cuba as he could, and mm. I don't think it was that much about the money i mean his contract is not yeah was pretty cheap like the marlins yeah. got a pretty good deal like i mean he could falter and just become terrible like he he was and was City. like he was yeah. yeah but i like he really changed things up and like he was consistent mm-hmm. not just for like a month like it was two and a half three months that he was really i good. mean yeah no he he hit the ground running when he got to the to atlanta like it it was it was honestly kind of surprising because like i have you know some friends that are from kansas city they're big royals fans and the way they talked about solaire on the royals first like the way i saw him on the braves was literally like night and day yeah um i'm pretty sure he was batting like in the high 100s when he left kansas city and then obviously Mm -hmm. just fucking mashed when he got to our team so yeah tough to to see him go yeah yeah. like his ops shot up in average and everything Mm -hmm. um but not only that, like his walks went up and his strikeouts mm-hmm. went way down. Um, mm-hmm. just seeing the ball a lot better, knowing yeah. his own. Um, Maybe it's because he was closer to Cuba. 
<laughs> yeah. He was closer to home, so yeah. But um, I, yeah. <laughs> I like if there's going to be an NLS team that's going to have him, I would obviously prefer prefer the the Marlins. Um, yes. And it's, yeah. 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 It's going to suck seeing him in a Marlins uniform and like having to play him all the time. But uh, this feels different than like when Duvall was there because like mm. Solaire did his job perfectly. Yes. And won us everything um mm-hmm. and duvall was not supposed to be as like he, i mean he he's a weird player because like he led the nl in home runs but had an average of like 180 or something mm-hmm. um yeah yeah i know yeah weird uh, stats but yeah so like, yeah, i mean yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for solaire that he's where i think this is where he wants to be just like mm-hmm. geographically um mm-hmm. And it probably took a pay cut to be there. Um, so good for him. Sucks not having him on the team anymore. Um, next most impactful player, uh, Jock to the Giants, which is really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. longtime Dodger, now uh, bitter rival. But mm-hmm. he's also from uh, Palo Alto. So. Yeah, yeah. He it's he like grew up going to game, games at Candlestick and stuff. So he's definitely like he's. I think he'll like it there. But that will be interesting to see. I know the Dodgers fans love him too. Like I was at a Braves game over the summer, at Dodger Stadium, and Jock Peterson hit a home run and like they cheered for him. In fact, like one 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 fan looked at me. He's like, "Was that Jock who hit the home run?" I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "Hey, like it's the one guy I'm alright with." <laughs> I don't know. That's it'll be interesting to see him in San Francisco. Yeah, and that, that's not that wasn't a huge loss for our team. Like no, he's just not no. a not a starting player. He's not an everyday guy. No, he's like the. He's still a bad bitch though. Oh he's yeah, still a bad true. bitch. That is true. He are, yeah, he's already said that, that he's going to continue to wear the pearls, and he's bringing them out there. That's great. That's so great. We, we have to when he comes to Atlanta. Like everybody's mm. got to wear pearls. Uh, yeah. Do the Giants play a series in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. they're yeah, NL team. Like they've got to. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they got to. Yeah. Um. So hopefully he's still with them because I could definitely see him just absolutely mm-hmm. tanking. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, love him to death, but not a yeah. huge loss for our team. Um. But uh, after that, I guess most impactful, uh. Our main bench bat, Ere Adrianza's with the Nats, which is kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. Don't so really just like grimy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody who signs with the Nats, like, it's just so hard to not Ugh. look at them differently. Um, I yeah. still can't believe they got Nelson Cruz. Yeah, that's just it's the just weirdest. It's so odd to me, yeah. That wasn't the weirdest signing of the offseason. Uh, Chris Bryant to the Chris Rockies. Bryant. Yeah. 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 Chris Bryant to the Rockies is the weirdest one. But uh, I was I was going to mention though that it feels like a feels like a Chris Bryant to the Rockies type of move. Like, what are the Nats even doing, man? I mean, he might be trying to like vie for a starting position or something again. I guess uh, that's true. Uh, I guess not all teams are as good as the Braves. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, it's it'll be hard to see have to play him a bunch um he's like there's not a huge emotional attachment with him but like he definitely carried our team in some pinch hit moments mm-hmm. last year yeah uh, including yeah. doing having the walk off for that game that we almost just blew to the phillies we're down mm-hmm. three runs in the 12th yeah. and the 13th um, and then he set up the rosario home run and then lcs yeah yeah um good player very good bench piece sucks to see him go um and then just some relievers that are gone uh jesse chavez chris martin grant dayton um sucks to see jesse go like he's so mm-hmm. old at this point it's just a matter of time i feel like before he yeah collapses, though. and it kind of he- kind of showed in the he was pretty weak in the nl cs i mm-hmm. felt like yeah, he was he was also one of those guys that like was was super good if you just put him on the bump to start an inning, but I felt like any time he came in with runners on base or runners in scoring position, you just knew they were getting home. Yeah. Like I I don't think he did well with that. But like that so. was he was mm-hmm. a very unexpected 
good signing. Like, yes, I remember yes. it was when we were still under 500, um, and we were going to play the Reds, and I was talking to Will about like the matchup and whatever, uh, going through each game, and uh, then I just I saw like Jay Chavez. I was like, who the hell is that, and why is he yeah. starting? And, <laughs> this was at the time where I wanted to constantly shoot myself from how terrible that season was in the first <sighs> half first two thirds um but yeah like very surprisingly became like one of our most solid people in the Mm -hmm. bullpen um yeah but and then uh chris martin he yeah he ended on a bad note but he was he was our best reliever for like two years um Mm -hmm. 2020 especially he was like really good yeah, he he was one of the guys that you like really trusted. Oh yeah, he was. There. Yeah, yeah, there was points. Um, and then even at the beginning, before he got injured this past year, he was like the only person that would come out, and I'd be like, I'm glad that you're there because like Luke was yeah. bad, Tyler wasn't yeah. finding it. Like Mentor got sent to AAA at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. And like those guys were getting screwed up by the Marlins. Like they were getting mm. hit all over the place, and it was just awful to watch it's ugly ugly start to the season um and then grand dayton i don't i don't care at all i i like he actually started to turn a corner at one point but like his curveballs like we've talked about him before they just yeah just like he might as well i've this this isn't even a funny joke but I'm going to use it for how much disdain I have for his curveball. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, he's just a, basically like an Italian restaurant with how many meatballs he's serving. Yeah, up. he's serving it up, man. Like, like also his pitching motion, motion oh, yeah. like he would sweep, like he would sweep so slowly that I'm pretty sure the batter could see the seams on the ball and like what was coming. <laughs> like all you, like, really, all you have to do is just look for like a split second, and he would keep that up there for so long. Like it's like yeah, the no, Nate he was, Jones. Yeah, where he's Nate Jones, yeah. just like look. <laughs> <laughs> he's like holding up. Oh, here, here we go, here we go. And then he just every time there, I yeah. see Nate Jones pitch, my my arm just instinctively just starts hurting. Yeah. Like I, I, the twitch. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Stop. Yeah. I'm sure yeah, it like... looks different in the batter's box. Um, mm. And I'm basing this off of, I remember I played uh, MLB, the show with Will last summer and we'd play Reds mm. versus Braves. And uh, it was like a, Oh, he was it, on the Reds at that point. Yeah. He was yeah. on the Reds and mm. like <laughs> he put him in and then I was like, what in the hell is he doing? Like, it looked like yeah. an, an octopus arm, and then all of a sudden, like, it's just stopped, and then it's thrown, and I, I like, mm-hmm. could not hit off of him. Um, it's so strange. But, yeah, Grant Dayton, it, basically every pitch that he throws, even if he doesn't, he's tipping his pitches, it seemed mm-hmm. like. Just, mm-hmm. he comes out, he's like, oh, it's a curveball. I am going to yep. swing a little bit under, or, like, swing yep. right on top and try to get it through this gap. But, mm-hmm. um, and then after that, uh, Drew Smiley, Drew Smiley is just like the better version of Grant Dayton to me. Um, yeah. it's similar pitching he, motion, mainly yeah. ball guy. Um, he was just, a, he was just a failed experiment, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, he, and, he won a world yeah. series. So like, and he, there was, there were points where he had really, really good games and like, mm-hmm. um, he ate some innings. Especially mm-hmm. in the NLCS, that was really yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that was a, that's right. It was huge. Um, but I mean that—that's basically what he is—is is just an innings eater. Um, mm-hmm. But he could—he would—he basically like uh, I remember Charlie at the beginning of the year uh, was just—he could be atrocious. Like, um, mm-hmm. like he would go. He, him and Smiley would both do the same thing where. Uh, They'd go like three or four innings real clean, uh, and then like have one walk or one hit, and then all of a sudden they explode, and then five yeah. runs are on the board. Um, yeah. No, they're very fragile. Yeah. And there was that game that Charlie had z- zero outs and gave up three runs, really five, but three earned runs in the first inning. Um, was that the? F- was that like the the like? I feel like that was the first like home opener game. 
Not the first like home yeah. opener, but it was the first where like it was like a hundred percent capacity. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, because I remember gearing up for that game, thinking we were just gonna absolutely like rake. And, and then the Phillies. Yeah, uh, it was the Phillies. Of course, it's the, <laughs> of course, it was the Phillies. Um, but yeah, I mean, so him and Chavez and Martin are all going to the Cubs, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about that team a little bit next week. Uh, but they're very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they are. But yeah, so Enciarte has gone, but that wasn't that really sucked. Like he's such a good guy. And good guy. He was he's a good guy. Really good. He was basically one of our best players in the in the draft era. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ever since he, was, he yeah. pulled his hamstring, he just wasn't ever the same player. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then yeah. last player, Johan Camargo. Um, it's a weird one. Like. Uh, <coughs> yeah. Because I mean, he had twenty-something plate appearances last year and didn't get one hit. Um, just swinging a pool noodle. Uh, yeah. And he, he would do like the Soto shuffle too. Um, he like he was such a strange. Pl- I remember in the NLCS twenty twenty that that series we don't talk about. There was a game we were down like twelve to zero, twelve to no, one against the Dodgers, and he like pimped a home run. Like, he dropped his bat and, like, shrugged his shoulders and shit. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. This is this is in 2018-19 when it's like, ooh, is Austin Riley or Camargo? Like, who's going to be the third baseman? Like, that that really flipped on its head. Yeah. I mean, he was, yes. like, he was our starting third baseman in 2018. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got Donaldson. Yeah, then we got Donaldson. That up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was so weird that going into 2020, it was like a battle between Austin Riley mm-hmm. and Camargo. And then looking at yeah. that now, it's just like, wow, that it was not much of a battle at all. But it like, was not, it was a very, yeah. at the time, it was like 50 50. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mainly because obviously Austin had more potential even then, um, mm-hmm. but he just pooped his pants uh, yeah. multiple times. The Aust- like the early Austin Riley days, like any slider that came in, mm-hmm. he just was swinging at it. Yeah. Like he was not, and he was not hitting it, unfortunately. But, but he's cleaned that up, obviously. This is the type of player that, uh, not really going to be missed. Um, yeah. Necessarily. Like I, I liked Johan. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's got stuff there. It just wouldn't translate the last couple of years. Um, Agreed. Yeah. But, uh, definitely don't like seeing him go to the Phillies. Um, hate them. Not particularly a fan of that. But yeah, and the so. and the Phillies have had a, I hate to say it, but they've had a good off season. They got Castellanos, yeah. who's gonna hit so many drives deep left field. <laughs> <laughs> you see the you don't see the video of him getting his first at bat or first hit during like the guy's DUI apology. Yeah, yeah. and then he he also after. He had the first home run after the Will Smith thing happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It's honestly, I think, I think they time these things. Like, I think they talk about tragedies or like things that have bad things to, that have happened while he's his at bats. He had to make like the weirdest deal with the devil. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, and it's it's so funny too because it's not like, I don't know, it's not like some random like Jock Peterson hitting them at in opportune times it's like nick casayanis who's like a known kind of like smug like sort of a bad <laughs> it's like kind of a dick like of course it's him doing it he's so fucking <laughs> sick mm. uh, no he's the exact person i would expect to do this mm-hmm. maybe like joey Votto is the other one but yeah that's about it just an absolute heel you see that joey Votto found tiktok no but he's i'm gonna so watch odd. that after this he was just he was uh he was just singing along with some other dude. It's like, so odd. Into into He's an such Apple a mic. weird guy. He. <laughs> I feel so bad for Joey Votto, man. I feel so, like. I don't think he cares. <sighs> I just don't think he cares. I don't think he cares. <laughs> He's made a lot of money. Yeah, like, we'll talk job. talk a little bit about Votto. Like tell well, especially the uh, <laughs> what he wants to do once he retires. Oh yeah, have I told you this, Sam? No, no, so I'm not. When he a... retires, I can't tell if he's joking, but he said it on like not. multiple interviews, and he's like very, very sarcastic. Mm. But he said like when he retires, what he wants to do is he wants to be a bus driver. 
Are you serious? Like, that's so to, funny. He wants to work for a school and like drop kids off and like pick them up and take them to school and everything. Jesus, he's a man. weird motherfucker. He's a weird guy. He is a he weird is guy. Odd. You know that yeah, they really they run stats really good, but... uh, about like him hitting with and uh, like his pants tucked into his socks and without. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. That's that's ridiculous, man. That's so funny though. Um, what a guy! What a guy! But those are all the notable departures. Um, mm. If we missed one, I'm sure someone will call us out for it, but. Mm. Uh, yeah, and then so looking at additions, um, just list off the ones that are either returning or don't know much about. But so like uh, Charlie's back, obviously, um, and Eddie's back, which that didn't surprise Thank me. God. But like that, uh, that deal was good. Like that is good. One, it's one million, right? Just straight up for Eddie. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Heredia. Never mind. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've, yeah, Heredia's back, too. Um, it's not listed. Eddie, here, but, and I got excited. But, but yeah, no, yeah, he's he's for a million, which is just, like, he might be on the opening day roster. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Or not a roster, but, like, the opening day lineup. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Eddie's back. Um, I'm glad... I like I love Solaire so much. Like I just, it's so hard to lose either of them. But I honestly probably would have wanted uh, Solaire back the most out yeah. of the two of them. But yeah, but I feel like I feel like Eddie Rosario is the Dansby Swanson of outfielders. Where when he's on, he's on. But we're gonna see some pretty rough patches throughout the season. Yeah, I honestly think he's gonna be in contention with Duvall for leading our team in strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah but uh yeah still happy to have him back especially for course, obviously yeah. what he can do his potential mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for two years for 28 million is yeah nothing so nothing um but uh yeah those and then yeah heredia arcia i mm. like so like literally <laughs> of all the players on our roster He's the one that I just am the most apathetic about and yeah, just yeah. honestly don't really like too much. He's like even with I mean even with comparable guys like Heredia and I know he's gone now but like Adrianza mm-hmm. those type of guys will get up to the plate and you're like maybe something's going to happen. Like yeah. maybe a big like game defining play here like some there's some potential but Arcia I feel like he's just kind of a dud. Yeah. Like he's he's a good locker room fit. He's good for the culture and everything, and I like him. Like you know, he's a tenured player, and like he'll definitely be on that opening day roster, not in the opening lineup. But yeah, you're right. It's just that apathy. Yeah, like they, there's just, just not there's just nothing enticing about it. I for literally every player, including just the minor league deals that we'd done, mm-hmm. um, I try to find something about him and like try to like him and support him and. With Arcia, like, I was just thinking, I was watching a spring training game, and he had two or three ground outs, and he also, like, muffed a, a ground ball um, mm-hmm. when he was fielding, and it's just like, give me give me a reason to to like you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like yeah. it just, uh, and it's, like, uh, he doesn't have, as in thinking just, at, like, in the clubhouse and, like, on the bench, like, he doesn't have as much energy as somebody like Heredia. Um, mm-hmm. doesn't have the leadership s- skills like that, um, mm-hmm. and doesn't produce as much as Heredia. Um, mm-hmm. Just like you are lesser Heredia to me. Um, yeah. And everybody else kind of brings their own something, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I like we're paying him, we're paying Heredia one million. We're paying him. Two point something. I think it's yeah. I think it's two two five. I want to yeah, say, but I which, could, I'd need to double check. Like I mean, there he he raked in Triple A last year before mm-hmm. we got him up. But so maybe maybe something will click. It didn't really mm-hmm. show. It hasn't really shown in spring training. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there were points where there was a lot of Braves fans that were calling for when Danzy was sucking, which he has very long droughts uh, mm-hmm. each year. Uh, 
there were a lot of Braves fans that were calling for Arcia to replace him. Um, yeah. I just looked it up, by the way. RC is making 1.5. Okay. So, so still little more. Less than what, yeah, but still more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that's that's a fine deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, fine. Yeah, just a lot of apathy. Um, mm-hmm. And then looking at some of the other... Uh, well, uh, well, we'll go back and look at the bigger signings that we've done. Um, so obviously, Matt Olson, we already talked about mm-hmm. him. Um and that's certainly the biggest one. Um, in terms of recognition, the next guy would definitely be Kenley Jansen. Um, yeah. That was just yeah. shocking. <laughs> like, mm, no, literally. Like, I didn't know that was a possibility. No. And I think it speaks volumes about the Braves front office just l- letting, like, no leaks out whatsoever. Yeah. Throughout the whole, like, Matt Olson thing, throughout the Freddie Freeman ordeal, this signing too. Like, it was just so hard to come by, like, information. And it's – I mean, we're paying a pretty penny, but, I mean, that's arguably one of the best relievers in the league. Yeah. If not, like – I wouldn't say the best because you have Josh Hader, but – Well, yeah, Kenley's definitely not the best, especially at this point. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but he's, he's definitely absolutely... the upper echelon. He's definitely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I think he's – I'd put him, like, outside the top 10. Mm-hmm. Like 10 like to 15, 15, I think that's yeah. – yeah, which is very good. I yeah, mean, yeah. Not like no, I take a top to fifteen reliever on my day on my team. Yeah, day. that's pretty uh, damn yeah. solid. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. Will, what did what did you think when you saw that signing at first? Um, I wasn't particularly shocked because I think the big thing with Anthopolis and the Braves front office is they're extremely proactive because, like, pretty much every move they make is like right at the beginning of like the off season or like the free agency period or like the trade deadline. It's always right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And like, again, that's a little bit different this time because of the lockout and everything. But then also, I don't know. I just think like, I do like the move a lot because it just shows like he's never satisfied. And uh, the big thing with bullpens, I've realized is like, there are years where like, like relievers who are good one year are just atrocious the next year. Like relievers are so tough to predict. There's really only like a handful of guys who you can like nail down are going to be like phenomenal. And the only guys Mm. I can think of that are like that are like Hayter, Liam Hendricks, Devin Williams, probably Emmanuel Classe. And that may pretty much be it where everyone else is sort of like Mm. up in the air and everything. Um, So, yeah. And then like any guy that the, Tampa Bay Rays have. Those yeah. are the only people like <laughs> I yeah. could even consider being like consistent. So I think like mm. bringing in another guy who's had like pretty successful body of work is like a mm. nice bet. Even if he doesn't match that, I think he will. But yeah, yeah, mm. uh, that's uh, that's true. Like you have a team like the uh, the White Sox last year. Like when they added Craig Kimbrell, you have Craig Kimbrell at doing very well. And then uh, Liam Hendricks, and then before them you have Michael Kopech and Ryan Tapera. Uh, Insane. And then uh, yeah. Garrett, uh, what's that other guy's Crochet name? Or Cro- That's yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. who's just pumping 102, 103 easy. Their bullpen's b- bullshit. It's such bullshit. <laughs> it's so good, but like they got when they got to the postseason, they just collapsed. Like they were mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. Um, they won that one game. Uh, they only won one game against the Astros, uh, and it was back and forth. Like, and I think they were down pretty heavily in the beginning too. They had mm-hmm. just no chance that whole time. Yeah, um, no, but... they they absolutely collapsed. I also think the one thing I am a little nervous about, kind of bringing it back to Kenley, and on the topic of Kimbrel, is we did see. Kimbrell going to the White Sox and him and Hendricks kind of went back and forth for like the closing role. And I think it kind of screwed up the dynamic there and might've, you know, messed up just the bullpen as a whole. might've contributed to that decline. I wonder what it's going to look like with Kenley and Will Smith now. Cause I think Will Smith's okay. Like 
getting off that stage because he just got like so much hate from it last year. Oh, but yeah. like, <laughs> no, we I mean, loved this him. Dude we is... loved him the whole time. Yeah. Big don't look through Smith and don't look through any of his Instagram posts. Don't look through any of my DMs <laughs> of him. We oh, love yeah. him. We, yeah, all the whole we, time. We love him. He's he's fantastic. In fact, at a, I went to a Braves Dodgers game. He was thrown in the bullpen. And I said, "Hey, Will Smith, I love you." And then he didn't look at me, probably because <laughs> he saw my not. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, Sam. That was yeah, great. Didn't yeah. Say, uh, yeah, no, I, I was I was writing my wrongs, but no, I think like Kenley's obviously going to be the closer, and you know maybe they'll try something else. But also Snitker is just the type of guy that's going to want one guy there. So yeah, he definitely. Yes, we'll see. That's true. It's good that you brought that mm -hmm. up because I was literally just about to say like, oh well, yeah, maybe try Kenley and then see how it goes, and then put Will Smith in there. But yeah, yeah, but obviously. Uh, Snit showed last year that he's going to stick with one uh, yeah. even through the bad times, which ultimately was really yeah. good. Um, no, it, I mean, really Will Smith had a... For, yeah. like, Braves fans um, to oh, yeah, <laughs> see terrible. that happen just so often. Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he technically he technically only had, like... Um, I think he technically only blew, like six or seven saves or something it was like very that. yeah it was very low like i i think you're right i think it was around the four four to six mark but uh, he gave me a heart attack 20 of those like 20 times yeah it was because he wasn't always blowing it but he was letting up runs he's putting guys on base like it was it was like the luke jackson experience but in the ninth inning so yeah really um, really rough I'm trying to see how many saves he blew last year it really wasn't much yeah um oh my gosh okay hold on oh there's no splits available for will smith thank you thank you cbs sports awesome love that i could uh, do some research as well yeah, um, you go ahead you do it I'll, um I'll, I'll do my i'll do my best so um, but yeah uh yeah adding so will smith was obviously very uh candid that he was uh very good with it and he said multiple times that uh he would rather have another parade and another championship yeah and yeah be the closer um mm -hmm. and just work on closing his own inning so i appreciate yeah. that from him yeah no he's he's he his mind's in the right place and i i legitimately do think he might have some of that like fan hatred in mind because you know letting up runs in the eighth inning is is way less severe than the ninth inning obviously context dependent but like i think just the the prospect of having a mincer fifth matt six sixth jackson seventh will smith eighth and then kenley ninth is just woo, like so nice <laughs> so so nice. not to mention colin McHugh in there potential spencer strider in the bullpen yeah yeah darren is going to be the best one yeah so, you think so movie. that's what that's what i was just one. about to move into mm -hmm. is that so mm -hmm. Um, Colin McHugh, uh, this was like a, this was a, a poll done by MLB network. They were going and like ranking the top 10 relievers. Colin McHugh was, mm. I think fifth or sixth. He was the only brave that was listed on there. So under the radar. Yeah. So under the radar. Ridiculous. Yeah. He gets like, yeah, no love at all. Like I d mm. just like. I'm He's so a raised guy. You don't give them love. <laughs> you just make them do their job. Um, give them hate. Yeah. But like, even when I was like, when we were doing the free agency predictions and um, mm -hmm. going through, I was like, I don't know anything about Colin McHugh. Who the hell is that? Like, yeah. But he has the second lowest ERA of anybody combined in the last two years. Um, yeah. Just ridiculous. Yeah. And we just picked yeah. him up for probably. What was his deal? What was his deal? Sam, can you do it? Can you do the thing? Um, yeah. Uh, also, did you, see, thing, yeah. did you see how many saves Will Smith blew? Uh, no, I didn't. I couldn't find it. Uh, McHugh's on two years, $10 million. Yeah, so. that's, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> that, that is insane. This, yeah, not to mention, he was, a former he was a former starter. He got Rookie of the Year votes. He got Cy Young votes the following year. I mean, he threw 25 games, started in 2014. Obviously, that's eight years ago. He threw 273. And then last year, through 64 innings, had a 155, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's like e even even with a smaller sample size, like that is that is crazy. Yeah, you know, if we can 
if we can throw him out there, I mean, with what, like, say an inning per game, so if if he pitches sixty to seventy, like, I mean, he'll probably pitch upwards of eighty innings, if not more, for the Braves. Mm-hmm. And he's pitching a one five five, like that is insane. Like he's gonna be, that's an every every other game one five five pitcher. Yeah, I'm very so, excited to have him. And yeah, I just and yeah. no one, no one's talking about him like at all. No one is. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's also is on Olsen and Jansen, which I get. Mm-hmm. But... Also, not to mention like the very established like night shift. Yeah, like that. That's. I mean that is a that is an exclusive club in Braves history. There's literally bobbleheads with like all four mm. of them, which I want to get one because that's pretty cool. But mm. uh, yeah, like I, I hopefully he can wedge himself into that because that's like such an incredible group already. And I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of reports that are saying that the Braves might have the best bullpen in baseball. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, I, but even just like t- people not talking about them, like when I was watching the spring training games. Like mm-hmm. Chip Carey and Brian Jordan and Paul Bird, like they were talking about uh, the night shift, and they even inter- like uh, interviewed Tyler Madsick, and they're like, "What about adding Jansen to the mm-hmm. night shift?" And they never mentioned McHugh they, yeah. like once. Nothing. Like if they did, it was just incredibly brief. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm excited to see him work. And then on top of that, um, one of the other signings that we did in the bullpen. Which sucks that he's injured right now, but Kirby Yates. Kirby Yates, um, yeah. He had the lowest ERA of anybody in the league two years ago. Um, mm. He has had Tommy John surgery since then, um, mm. maybe twice. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. uh, he's not even like. I mean, we didn't need Jansen. We didn't necessarily need McHugh. We like he was mm. the first main bullpen signing, but we needed at least one more person. So, but. Having Kirby is just an option on top of that. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic, which he won't be here until like August. Um, yeah. No, he's out for a while. Uh, and then. Little off top. Little probably, off top. Sorry. I will say he'll probably be pretty bad once he gets back. I would just, imagine. Yeah. All that matters is like his goodbye postseason play. Yeah. He'd be pretty shocking if he wasn't. Um, so the other players we sign, uh, well, there's two more in the bullpen, uh, Tyler Thornburg, kind of un- very under the radar. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't know about him at all, but I've watched him in spring training and he's done very well. I'm going to try to find him on these stats. Uh, um, well, did so it, the last team that he officially pitched for was the Reds? Uh, did you, yeah. What What was your experience with him? Not gonna lie, don't like him. <laughs> yeah. I think he's gonna be. I'll be frank. He's gonna be one of those <clears throat> guys where the Braves are either up or down by ten runs, and then you throw him in. Because like, mm. I thought he was pretty solid at first, but then. What's really bad about him is his ball is he throws hard, but his ball is just a straight, just a straight thing. And so, like, if you foul off a few and like you time it up right, like that's a mm. double. And uh, yeah. you know, he, he maybe he changed. I don't know. Uh, I know he's been in and out of the minors for a while, but mm. frankly, I don't expect much. Uh, mm. I. I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't on the roster. Yeah. Um, well, so let me tell you his spring training numbers. Um, we'll see. Yeah. He, I mean, it's not much, but he pitched 2.2 innings, had two strikeouts, no hits, no walks. Good. So that's good. He's in good yeah. form now. I think he's going to make the opening day roster. Um, honestly, mm. especially with Kirby Yates gone right now. That's fair, um, yeah. And then uh, looking at the return of Darren O'Day, who honestly I thought he was done towards the end of twenty twenty. Um, yeah. And what uh Sam, can you look up his stats from last year? I know he was with the Yankees, but I don't know what. Yeah, I I don't say. think he played that much. I I want to say he might have been like. Let's see. Um, I think it's a very very small sample size. Yeah, he played in. 12 games, he only pitched 10 innings. 
Um, oh, okay. What's so that's where he had a three three eight, which isn't bad, but yeah, I mean, four four earned runs in ten innings is like you know that's fine. Yeah. Like that's that's all right. I I, I think the obvious issue with Darren O'Day is just age. Like yeah. this dude's been in the league for long, almost almost fifteen years. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure he made his debut in '08 or '09. Yeah, '08. There's only so, so many you can like right. pitch pitch the way that he does too. Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing is he has a very strange. It, I will say like he's an exciting player. Like he he's one of those. He's on the Braves and like we know his potential. Mm-hmm. And I think like I know we're gonna talk about potential opening day you know rosters in the next episode. But jumping to that very briefly, like I think he could make that. Yeah, roster. So to his, be honest, uh, like I think there's a decent chance. He also had a good spring. Um, mm-hmm. He two innings, two hits. He hit one batter, struck out one, um, mm-hmm. and players had a two eighty six average against him. So I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. solid. Um, and he's kind of he's well, he used to be more of a strikeout pitcher, but they, with age, mm-hmm. he's definitely turned into more ground ball. But I could see him being like a jesse chavez type um hmm. but yeah i yeah we signed him for very cheap and i honestly think that he's just playing because he kind of wants to be on the team like specifically the yeah. braves uh yeah because yeah. i saw an interview or like the uh quotes from an interview from everybody from the night shift and just the bullpen in general uh and mm-hmm. uh he was just joking around and like making fun of Luke Jackson and stuff. Um, and yeah, I, I think he, he really likes all the guys in the bullpen and he's known them well since getting to know them in 2019, 2020. Um, so I think he's happy to be back with very low risk for us. Could be a mm-hmm. solid guy. And especially, yeah, I don't know how much of an innings heater he is, but I don't, I don't think he's an, in- I don't think he's an innings eater. He's, he's going to prove it or, He's gonna get waved, like yeah, yeah. like this More this like dude it. this this dude's arm is about to turn into dust. Unfortunately, in fact, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if one game he was throwing the ball and his arm just fell off. So. <laughs> <laughs> just start pitching yeah. with the other hand. Yeah, um, he's like, I, I got to make this roster switch somehow. pitcher. Switch for the fr- <laughs> like uh, Pat Vendetti or whatever his mm. name is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the other bullpen guy, Jay Jackson. I don't really know anything about him at all. Yeah, I don't have I don't have anything on him to be honest. Um, not a great sign. What, did he play for the Reds? No, I have no idea. I'm just oh. saying, not a great sign. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I w- he, he was a minor league deal. Um, yeah, so. he's got he's got major gaps in his resume too. Uh, he made his major debut in 2015 for one year, then came back in 2019 for one year. Then played on the Giants for one year in 2021, pitched 21 innings in 23 games. He had a 3.74, which is pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nine earned runs through 21 innings. So yeah. very extremely small sample size. Don't know really what we're gonna get there. I would not expect him to see him. I would not expect to see him much. Yeah, I yeah. probably just be one of those AAA guys that we have to bring. Yeah, if we have to spot spot starts. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I uh, we haven't talked about Manny Pena yet, have we? No, yeah. So we have the guys left are yeah. Manny Pena and Phil Gosselin and Brock Holt and Alex Dickerson. Yeah. That was honestly one of my favorite moves. Yeah, because it's not yeah. it's not like the flashiest. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but yeah. uh, like the bet uh, he played for the Brewers, and I think the best comparison I have is he's like Tucker Barnhart, just slightly worse. Uh, about mm. as solid like offensively like nothing nothing crazy mm-hmm. just a slightly worse defender which is like yeah. very good defender because i mean tucker's been nominated for like yeah. a platinum glove before yeah and uh i think that's just a good veteran presence to have um i'm blanking on the the catcher that played for the braves last year i'm blanking on his name when travis darno was out uh, well, there, uh, like, there were seven we, catchers seven, last year. Oh, I know. But, but, one Stephen okay, Vogt. Stephen uh, Vogt, Kevin Smith. One, Stephen Vogt. Stephen Vogt. No, it was Kevin Smith. Kevin those Smith. Those two. I just remember it thinking been, that uh, they were dog water. <laughs> I remember thinking they were dog water. And I was oh, like, yeah. Mm. I, think, I think Manny Pena is a much better player. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. 
Also, I don't know if we want to. I don't know if we want to dip our toes in this, but could give Contreras more time to develop his skills in the outfield, which we've seen in spring training, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah, he's the Very outfielder odd. of the future. We uh, yeah, we have no faith. Out. Acuna's done. Like we have no faith yeah. that Acuna's gonna be able to come back from his injury. Just put Contreras out there. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like if Contreras's bat wakes up in AAA. I'm so okay with throwing him out in like right field for a few games just to yeah. see what happens. Yeah, like definitely. if we're, if we're in a pinch, if we're in a tough spot, like especially considering where our potential like pinch hitters are right now, uh, which isn't great. Um, at least until Acuna gets back, then we'll have a better lineup. But yeah, no, all things considered, I, I like the Pena signing. I think that'll yeah. be solid. That also that also give uh, Darno a lot more um, support. Stability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like. Yeah. Darno was catching every game that he could have last season. Yeah, that was uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, towards the end when he wasn't injured and he played every single yeah. postseason game. Um, yeah, but yeah, that was definitely a very, very smart, good signing, um, and that mm-hmm. was definitely spurred by uh, having seven players at catcher mm-hmm. last year. And that was just a nightmare. Yeah. Kevin Smith. I don't ever want oh, to see him in a Braves uniform I don't, again. I don't like him. I don't like Kevin Smith at all. Steven Vogt, like, had, <laughs> he was not the best player, but I definitely like Steven Vogt a lot better. Um, and he actually had some good games, unlike Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith was just alive. There was one point, he there was, was one game, was though, so the, with, there was a DeGrom pitch, and he had the only hit. Yep. I remember that, <laughs> just, yeah. Just <laughs> that. Stupid. Also, also, this is a this is a bit of a personal throwback, but Griffin, the game we went to against the Mets when oh, Jacob yeah. Webb hit what's his face Kevin Pilar in the Pilar. face. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith was starting that game, and I like audibly groaned when I when they read out the lineup in the stadium. That's just awful. And we lost that game to like one of the worst lineups oh, that the Mets have produced jo- in years. Janeshwi Fargus yeah, was the was the nine hole. <laughs> yeah, he hit after after the pitcher. Yeah, after the pitcher hit in front. Jesus Christ, man. Ugh. Um, I was I was just so bad at going to like <laughs> seeing home teams win last year. It was yeah, so bad. I don't want to watch a game with you again. Oh. <laughs> I'm awful. I'm an awful person to go to a game with. Uh, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. I went to seven seven games this 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 summer this past season, and in six of them, the team I was rooting for lost. Yeah. So, well, I'm bad. Um, I need to stop. Well, let's go through the bench pieces pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I think the one who has the best shot at literally being on our opening day lineup uh, is Alex Dickerson. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he has had a not good spring. Awful. Yeah, um, really bad. Which is not very good for him. Yeah, he's batting. Yeah. He's batting 111. Um, he did, he had a 429 on base percentage though. So he, yeah, 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 he had five walks. So that's encouraging. Yeah. Uh, he gets on base. Yeah. He had five walks and four strikeouts in nine at bats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, how, wait, <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> wait, he has five wait, walks. He has five walks and four strikeouts in nine at bats, but he has a 111 average. He has one hit. Also, those those spring break like stats are so wonky. I it can mean, be. I, guess. Yeah. I know where that hit's coming from. I mean, I know you're saying like I've just. I mean, even I Tesla and I've been watching him and he hasn't looked too great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, who I do like? Who I do like though? Goslin. I think he's gonna be low key good. And I he was drafted by the Braves. So, yeah. I mean, I did a little research, not too much. Um. He actually bat two sixty. He batted two sixty one on three hundred seventy three plate appearances last year, and his OBP was three fourteen. So he he was with the Phillies. I want to say yes. And he was with the Angels at some point too. Oh no no no! He was he was with the Angels last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was with the Phillies nineteen twenty, and then Angels last year. Okay. He's bounced around. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. There was a lot of Braves fans that were excited about him coming back. I mm-hmm. uh, I didn't really start getting into the Braves until like 2018, so I don't really mm-hmm. know much yeah. about him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, should be mm-hmm. a good bench piece. 
Um, yeah. And then, what's the other guy? Oh yeah, the <laughs> the main guy I'm excited about uh, is Brock Holt. Such a, uh, such a funny dude. Like he's an all he's an all American all star. He's not he's, he's no all star, but he is an all American all star. He is the grit guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he brings exactly. so much grit to the table. Like he's, just that mustache. All, all yeah. I can just see him is like in the bench, just like spitting seeds for an entire yeah. game. I mm-hmm. let's just, pay just, pay him like two million just to sit on the bench, spit seeds, and then we see his mustache every so often. And I yeah. think that's a good deal. Doesn't he have to? He's the, he's the dugout anchor. Like he just holds everyone know, down. I don't know which teams he's played for, but I'm convinced he's played for every team in the league. Solely, solely for his grit. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Yeah, he uh, last year he was with the Rangers, and then the year before Mm -hmm. that he was with the Nationals, and then he was with the the Brewers last year. He with the Brewers last year. He was, yeah. For a minute, yeah. He was with. I know. If we're being honest, he probably ended up on the Nationals at some point. Yeah, I just remember he was on the Brewers last year too. I'm telling you, the guy goes everywhere. They they bought him on the spot once they saw how gritty he was. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like a money it's like a money ball when Brad Pitt goes to the Indians office and just like buys the guy straight to Oakland. They did that with Brock Holt. Yeah, (laughs) and he's just sitting there in the corner spitting seeds. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm doing (laughs) here. That's my job. Like, yeah, this is a grittier Brave squad because I'm so. (laughs) He's great. Uh, Yeah. Um, you think this is a terrible joke? You think he will ever do the gritty? If we can, oh my god, we can increase our popularity. Make him do the gritty. If we yeah. if we build out this this character arc and yeah. you know, really really stick it to maybe we can have him on the pod one day. But mm-hmm. uh, this is actually, a this is a Brock Holt pod. I'm getting yeah. super oh, excited yeah. just thinking about Brock Holt right now. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I I didn't put too much mental energy into Brock Holt before this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just his name too. Just the grittiest fucking name that you can come. Brock up with. Holt. Yeah. Brock Holt. <laughs> Two syllables, just clean, we're done. You know, like that's my name. Cool. Nothing else. Yeah, they, they gave birth to him, and they're like, "What do you want to say?" Oh, I don't fucking know. Brock Holt. Brock Holt. Brock Holt. <laughs> his Brock son, Lobster. His uh, his son is named Griffin too, so I appreciate that. Wait, actually? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I posted exciting. a video of him the other day. Uh, but yeah, and um, and then uh, he's he's just hysterical. Like, just you can look mm-hmm. at him and be like, "Oh, that's a funny guy." <laughs> Yeah, which isn't yeah. an insult. Transition going from uh, from Jock to him. Yeah. Oh. The one thing when I think of Jock, I don't think of grit. I think of Flash. But mm. then you go to Brock Holt, and total opposite. Like yeah. he's the guy that shows up like on a tractor. Yeah. Like, he's That's just true. he's there to put in work and just eat, eat a seeds. mouthful of dirt because he wants to. <laughs> No one makes eye contact with him. Can. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fight you on the spot. But uh, yeah, but uh, talking baseball, they made an Instagram post that was like, uh, "Who's going to be the biggest breakout player this year?" Or like, "Who's going to be the best player in the NL?" Or something. I can't remember. And then his mm. he had the top comment, and he said, "I think Holt." <laughs> <laughs> Just... Oh my god, I love this guy. I hope yeah. he makes it. I oh hope, yeah. I hope the. Oh, I, yeah. We need more. We need more like Heredia dugout mascots. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and this guy's gonna do it. He's mm. gonna he's gonna route it out. But uh, yeah, we got uh, nine days opening day. Um, Let's go. It's exciting. Our uh, Mary. our uh, we'll do our roster predictions um next week and season then, predictions. Season predictions. Probably gonna be fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, I can't wait to be just incredibly wrong. Um, but, um, I'm actually, uh, to, to finish off and to raise my chin a little bit, I'm doing, uh, Mm. my, my senior thesis for my economics major, I'm doing it on simulating the DH into the 2021 season to see how it would affect it. Um, and then Interesting. comparing the difference from 2019 to 2020 when they had the DH, like when they didn't have the DH to having it um, for mm-hmm. a short sample size 
and then I'm about to anticipate who the DH for each team would be this year and then try to plug that in to make the similar predictions from the simulation that I did. I like that. Yeah. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. And make the standings from that, uh, which the main, it does like from the stuff that I found, like it mainly affects the wild card. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it'll, that'll be affected much more this year since we're going from 10 teams to 12 teams in the playoffs. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, DH is going to definitely uh, positively impact some teams. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, probably the Phillies now that they have somebody like Kyle Schwarber. But yeah, they do not have yeah, depth. Let's be honest. They they are terrible on defense. They don't have depth. They're, they they do have Castellanos, which is going to also we're going to now that Castellanos is playing in the Braves in the NL East, we're going to have a greater likelihood of seeing him hit home runs at inopportune times against yeah. the Braves potentially. I I'm so that's like, exciting. <laughs> if if Billy Aaron dies this year, it's gonna be a Phillies matchup. Like right it's a little after. it's right afterwards. <laughs> they're they're gonna hold off until we're not playing the Phillies so that it just yeah. doesn't happen. Yeah. God I, how does he do it? I don't understand. That's just amazing. Clockwork. All right. I wish amazing. someone would do his batting average or like find his stats in those moments. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Predictions for everything uh, next episode. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see you then. This should have been 45 minutes, um, but it was an hour and six. Um, good. And that's just how it goes. So. That's just just uh, if you're one of the listeners, you just gotta scarf it down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen to everything we say without hesitation. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. See y'all yeah. next week. Nine days away. <laughs>